Welcome to The Clean Slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips, providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks. For your entertainment, this is The Clean Slate Podcast. Welcome back to the show, guys. I'm excited for today's episode. This is actually... There you go. One of my favorite movies, and I think Daniel's learning to really like this director as well. I am, but but I think you have a question for me. Yeah, we That's have our Christmas question of the day. Wait, can I ask you a Christmas question? Sure, but it doesn't count. Okay, that's fine. Well, it has to stay in the podcast. Though. That's fine. That's fine. If you had to fight. Like a Christmas character, like a mythical mm, Christmas character. Yeah. Who would you fight? And would you win? What are the odds of you winning? Um, I would probably fight Jack Frost. How would you kill him? With fire. Oh. Like a flamethrower? Like the mm-hmm. thing? Yeah, pretty much. Actually That's pretty cool. I would be scared of elves to fight elves because they're like tiny. Oh yeah. But they'd also be really fun because you could just like butcher them. Be like <laughs> Jeez. I'm gonna say it'd be like killing children. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, what is yours? Flashback to Halloween. Um, honestly, I was gonna say Frosty. Okay. But that's too similar to your answer, so I'm gonna say Rudolph. I think I could handle Rudolph. I've actually killed like real deer. No, oh I don't God. think Rudolph would be any different. He might taste better. I wonder what his nose like. There might be a weird chemical in them from the nose, but I think I could take them out. Five Christmas trivia questions to see how well you are versed on your Christmas trivia. <laughs> You're giving me trivia? Yep. Here we go. Oh, crap, dude. Okay. So which popular Christmas beverage is also called milk punch? Milk punch. Eggnog. Nice. Got one correct. Honestly, easy. you'll probably get all of these. These are pretty easy. Yeah, that's really easy. Um, what did the other reindeer not let Rudolph do because of his shiny red nose? Um, join in reindeer games, like Monopoly. Nah, join in any reindeer games, but yes, correct. Okay, how okay, many I was ghosts- trying to remember what the other word in that was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to sing the song in my head, and I was like, what word goes there? Okay. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a real sentence. <laughs> And then question or the next question is how many ghosts show up in a Christmas carol? Ready, set, go. Shoot four. Nice. Yeah. I um, that's a trick question. That it is because of Marley. Next is where was baby Jesus born? Bethlehem. Good. And last one. What if I got that wrong? <laughs> You're like Africa. With all my Christian education. <laughs> um, okay. Next the final question is Uh oh. The movie Miracle on 34th Street is based on a real-life department store. What is the department store? Is it Sears? What? No. JCPenney? Probably JCPenney. Oh, my gosh. Wow. What a way to fail. What is it? It's Macy's. Macy's. I knew it was one of those old-fashioned-y ones. You know what's sad is I've read that book and I've seen that movie. So, like, you think I would remember that? Right, yeah. Wait. Is that book just a giant marketing scheme? Is that Probably. movie just a marketing scheme? Oh, 100%. They, do you know how many wow. times they Christmas went commercial in, that? in the 30s? Uh-huh. That's upsetting, man. All right, guys. Let us know how you did. Did you get all five questions right, or did you fail like Carson? 
I mean, Carson didn't actually They probably fail. got them all right. <laughs> Today, we are going to be reviewing Carson's, one of Carson's favorite movies. Yeah, I love this movie. Top um, 50. I have, I'm making my top 50 list right now. I know that sounds like it's not my favorite, but it's I'm making a top 50 list because I couldn't settle on like five favorite movies of all time. That's kind of hard to do. Okay. So this movie is called The Apartment. It's from 1960. It's directed by Billy Wilder, and it stars Jack Lemmon. Yeah. I like Jack Lemmon. He's a very likable man. Yeah. He was also in one of my wife's favorite movies, Some Like It Hot, and I love that movie. Also Billy Wilder. Here's the logline. A Manhattan insurance clerk tries to rise in his company by letting its executives use his apartment for tris, but complications and a romance of his own ensue. I feel like that's accurate, but does tells you like really nothing about the movie. Yeah, it's it's way more in depth than that. Yeah, but you have to watch it for that all that makes sense. To be honest, right? So this movie, first of all, won five Oscars. Mm -hmm crazy not crazy so billy wilder won an oscar for best director good um or yeah best director the whole movie won an oscar for best picture good um billy wilder also won another oscar for best writing story and screenplay written directly for the screen and then the last oh wait no two more oscars best art direction set direction and black and white oh yeah and then the last one is best film editing I will say the editing in this is pretty solid too. Like yeah, it's it's good. For this old of a movie, it feels very modern with the editing. Yeah. You have this guy Baxter, he's a kind of a younger gentleman. I actually think his character he he's like a everyman character. Yeah. He seems to play the everyman in a lot of movies from what I can tell. Kind of does like a I don't want to say he does the Jimmy Stewart thing because they were like acting at the same time, but it does remind me of jimmy stewart a lot yeah in fact i was like have they ever done a movie together because that would be like way too charming of a movie and apparently they did two movies together and they're both not good from what i hear but anyways that was my side research but um (laughs) yeah so he's kind of like an everyman uh he was working at this company and obviously he's doing the whole apartment thing where some of the higher-ups will go and like hook up with these ladies there you kind of get to know his apartment complex where he stays. So you meet like the landlord who's kind of the typical landlord in a movie. And then his neighbors who will happen to be Jewish. That is important later, but kind of, but basically they think he's like having all these hookups with girls. So they think he's like despicable as a person. And eventually I guess the, Basically, he falls in love with this one elevator girl, and she is actually hooking up with the head of the whole company, and yep. he's taking her to the apartment, and should I say, like, what happens? No, not yet. We'll get into that. Okay, so something happens, basically, and it sends Baxter on a collision course of love. Maybe. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, say that part, yes. So she o- overdoses on sleeping pills. Yep. Um, Due to just how horrible this guy is. Mm-hmm. It, it's stuck. mainly because he's like, she wanted a relationship, but he was like, nah. Nah, I'm married. But then he would tell her like, but I'm going to get a divorce. And then she finds out that he's been doing this with like a yeah, new girl everybody. every couple years. Or These are like the, the guys that are going to the apartment that aren't Baxter are, are all like womanizers pretty much. Mm-hmm. And they're all married men. 
serial cheaters to like an extreme extent, really. Oh, this takes place at Christmas slash New Year's mm-hmm. for the most part. Yes, That's which why is why Christmas Carson movie. put it on his list of <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. So you want to get into likes and dislikes? Yeah. What, do, what did you like about it? So, okay, so I liked all the filming, all the acting. I think in the 60s and the 50s, like there's – I don't think there's a bad actor that existed in the 50s and 60s. Like I know. Isn't that crazy? Like, it's it's really how weird. How good actors used to be. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, there, this movie's great. I did like it a lot, but there's just like – there's a couple more ticks than it actually. But so it's a good let's story. Hear your, let's hear what you didn't like then. I was going to say, yeah, it, didn't really like. it almost makes more sense if I say the stuff that I didn't like because it kind of puts it all together. Um, a lot of it, it was like scenes were really drawn out a lot of the time. Because you I said think, it was too long, I think, right? Yeah, you like felt I felt like it was too long. I didn't feel like it was too long, but it felt like it needed to be. Like we were just getting too much information that wasn't necessary, I guess. Like okay, th- in going back to what I did like, I do like Jack Lemmon's kind of character and kind of how he's a pushover in the company. He's just trying to do whatever yeah. he can to get to the top. It's kind of like Wolf of Wall Street in that way. Um, like you're That's just true. Yeah, you're less just, vicious, but yeah, yeah, of course, way less vicious. Um. But, and then you see this, like, we also talked about how it has some correlation with Charlie Brown, like how he's just super depressed, but then he Uh kind of lights up when he meets the elevator girl. I don't know. I felt like it was just a little bit drawn out, but I do, I do like all the other things. That's kind of my take on the whole, the whole film. So for me, honestly, I have a lot more likes, (laughs) but I mean, some of the same things I like, obviously, but, uh, for one, the cinematography is it's gorgeous. Like this movie is just so fun to look at. Yeah. Just like claws, how we were saying there's images in that, that you could frame. There's a lot of images in this movie that I would love to just have up on my wall and like look at yeah. occasionally. But one thing that I really like about the filming of it is they used anamorphic lenses. Oh, okay. And nice. so you get this crazy wide. Yeah. So you just get this really, really visually stunning film and, I think it looks even better because it's in black and white. And then the story really does tug at your heartstrings a lot. And I think yeah. it deals with like a serious topic, like depression and suicide mm-hmm. in such a serious way that I feel like a lot of movies nowadays, when they deal with this topic, it is tricky ground like to navigate, especially if it is technically a comedy movie. Yeah, um, it is categorized as one. You, you have to be careful how you do that. And for a movie this old, you would think it would be, like, probably offensive. But no, it's not. It handles everything, like, really, really tenderly. And I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, except for the very end. (laughs) The very end, there is technically a joke referencing suicide. It crossed the line. I actually think it's funny. I think it's really funny. Daniel was terrified because he thought the movie was going to end horribly. Yeah. Um minor spoilers there we didn't say anything but yeah i don't know i like that ending uh especially the second time this is like well not even the second time it's like the fourth time well it's this. it's very good when you find out what it is you're like oh my god it is funny <laughs> well it is rare for me to laugh at an old movie like oh, at really? jokes that are intentionally funny like yeah. supposed to be funny because sometimes you just laugh at like oh that character is kind of funny but in this like the setups to the jokes will make me like laugh like harder than most um, old comedies. Yeah. And I think that's just like the writing stands the test of time there. The, and 
so to address your main complaint, which is like the pacing, I guess, mm-hmm. is what you would say. Yeah. More so than length. I think the slow pacing for me, I actually kind of enjoy it just because I liked to look at those images longer. Oh, the yeah. thing for me. Sure. I mean, I was listening to the plot and dialogue. Um, so that's why. <laughs> no, me too. Me too. But the image. Okay. Honestly, this movie has the Trinity for me. It's got okay, maybe wow. not the Trinity. Maybe there's four. There's four here. We have an extra the person quantity. The quantity. It's got like some of the most powerful images you can see in a movie. Yep. It's got fantastic acting, a great script. And what was the fourth one gonna be? Maybe that's it. Know. That's the four. That's the three. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it, I think there's very few movies for me that do all three of those well. Yeah. I do got okay. I got a little fun research thing though. I found okay. Go ahead. Was that I don't know if this is actually one hundred percent true. It's just something I came across that this was referencing. I might have said it at the beginning of the episode. The Rat Pack. So like, oh yeah, Frank Sinatra and stuff, and kind of the way they talk, and also critiquing the way they acted with women. Huh. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure how true that is, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was a fact. Yeah, seriously. Anyways, who do you recommend this to? Um, probably Rebecca. Honestly, I think she would like this one. Um, okay. And then probably just I guess film film, film people. people. Yeah. That hurts, man. I know, but it's just like outside of that, it I, it's hard for me in my circle to recommend this to anybody that would like Yeah. Right, because I don't think a lot of people would. But the fact that I would introduce this to Rebecca says a lot because I think Rebecca would actually like this movie. Good. You should show it to her. Okay. So for me, Alyssa, I, would re- okay. I think she would actually enjoy this. Well, I said it to Rebecca first. So, I mean, I've been meaning to – I own this movie, so I've been meaning to show <laughs> it what, to why, Alyssa. Why did you tell me you rented it? Well, okay. Here's the thing. This is a story that's going to make the episode longer. Oh, okay. Um I sent my 4K Blu-ray player home with Alyssa. Oh, uh, why? So we could watch 4Ks over the Christmas vacation <laughs> oh at her God. grandma's house. And and I sent her like 13 movies or more. Um, Yeah. Wow. So I couldn't watch my own copy because I didn't have my player with me. <laughs> I guess I could have used my Xbox. I didn't think about that. Wow. But, so I literally rented this for no reason. But anyways... I'm so mad at you for bringing that up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think Alyssa would really like it. I've been meaning to show it to her for a long time. Maybe uh, over the Christmas break I'll show it to her. Yeah, okay. That might be soon for a rewatch. But then I also think, <laughs> like, I don't. we do have some older people in our audience. So I think older people might actually really like this if they haven't yeah. seen it. My mom could not get through this movie. Really? Oh, you don't think so? No, she doesn't have the attention span. She hasn't finished It's a Wonderful Life ever. I've tried to show her that movie so many times, and she's like, out. Like, oh, my dad loves this movie. It's or a Wonderful that, Life? It's a Wonderful Life, yeah, he does. Me too. I was going to make that one of our podcast episodes, but I thought you'd hate it too much. Yeah, I told you not to. Oh. Ooh, it's like, please don't make open. me sit through that. All right, now that Daniel has spoken heresy, um, <laughs> oh my God. follow us on Instagram, at the Clean Slate Podcast. Oh, at the Clean Slate underscore podcast, at Carson Glenn Phillips loves you, at Daniel Garza, 
And to all of our fan pages that have been popping off, thank you. And if you're wearing shoes, please leave us a five-star review. Yep. And we'll see you guys tomorrow with... Drum roll, please. Add that in post. Mm. What are we seeing? What are we watching tomorrow? Is it Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, this is a big one. Nightmare Before Christmas. So if you haven't seen it, you better watch it. Toodles. (laughs) That's a clean slate.